Wait, you are using Pinterest to plan your remodel, right? Hey there, welcome back to Mid-Mod Remodel. This is the show about updating MCM homes, helping you match a mid-century home to your modern life. I'm your host, Della Hansman, architect and mid-century ranch enthusiast. You're listening to season two, episode seven. Today I wanna talk to you about Pinterest about Instagram, and a little about Facebook, and how we use these modern platforms to plan the MCM remodel of our dreams. Now, these are all generally tools that I find to be more useful later in the planning process rather than earlier. This whole season has been devoted to the early stages of the planning process, getting ready to remodel, or really getting ready to plan a remodel. We haven't been talking about floor plan layouts or what materials you should choose for your kitchen. I've been encouraging you to think about how to get square with your own wants and needs. Instagram and Pinterest can have very little to do with this type of first phase remodeling, and in fact, they can actually be a bit dangerous or counterproductive to your planning process if you're using them the wrong way. But today I want to talk about how to use Pinterest to plan your remodel the right way, and also touch on some of the other great modern tools of information and technology that we can use to plan a good remodel. First, a little side note on technology. As a classic elder millennial, both in my personal life and my professional architectural experience, I've lived in this cuspy moment. And I have, therefore, I think, a certain perspective on how to pull what's best out of both modern technology and the more old school way of doing it. In the old days, a client would come into an architect's office with a handwritten wish list and a binder or box of pages torn from magazines or photocopied from library books. Now, with the internet at our fingertips, we have the ability to find information and inspiration for our projects so much more easily. But as always, the question is, how do we, how should we use it? In general, I find that sometimes too much inspiration can contribute to the same sort of information fatigue that is common to the remodeling process. Sometimes just going into Pinterest will make you feel exhausted and overwhelmed. It's important not to compare your current state of events and affairs to someone else's final product. You don't know how many years they've been working on that house, how many resources of time, money, and energy they've poured into it. So I never want you to look at someone else's end product of a mid-century home and feel uninspired. I want you to feel fired up. Today, let's talk about how to use modern tools, the visual search engine of Pinterest, the inspirational gallery that is Instagram, and even the communication networks of Facebook, regardless of the creep factor that you might feel about it, to your advantage. And we'll talk about when you should be turning to those social media items. I want to focus most of today's episode on Pinterest. For anyone who's just arrived from planet Mars and is not familiar with Pinterest as a tool or a feature of the internet, here's a very short version. Basically, Pinterest is a visual search medium. It's often billed as another social medium, uh, like Instagram or Facebook, but it actually operates completely differently. It's much more akin to Google uh, image searches, but it works better and it's more user-friendly. I was introduced to the utility of Pinterest for as a design tool uh, at my last firm, Moss Design. Now, I had already created a Pinterest account, and I used it to keep ideas for, I think, 
quilting projects. I had made a wedding gift quilt and a baby quilt uh, shortly before coming on there. And I had pinned a number of ideas and inspiration points on Pinterest that way. But when I came to Moss, I realized that they took Pinterest very seriously as a method of gathering and sharing visual ideas with their clients. At Moss, I was trained to use Pinterest as far more than a tool for assembling a sort of a basic mood board, the feel of the room. It was an annotated repository of ideas. And in fact, Pinterest remains a fundamental element in my design process going forward. Every time I take on a new design client for a project large or small, and whether or not they themselves are interested in Pinterest, although I try to get them all interested in it as a tool. I create a custom board for that client and that project and start to pull together ideas immediately. So let's talk mechanics, how Pinterest works. In the somewhat creepy fashion of our age, Pinterest is watching you. When you sign up for an account, just like Facebook, Instagram, and every other modern medium on the internet, there is an algorithm that looks at what you're looking at and tries to show you more things it thinks you will like. The first thing you see when you open up Pinterest is known as your feed. It's just a stream of images that have been calculated from that algorithm to show you things you're going to be interested in. For me, my feed shows me about 75% the mid-century content that I collect and curate for myself and share on my public board ideas with you. There's also a healthy smattering of bullet journal spreads, pretty sweaters I might be inspired to knit, and the occasional woodworking detail thrown in. It's based on the things that I have searched and pinned in the recent past. Another person's Pinterest feed might show them recipes for cupcakes, exotic vacation spots, outfits, or DIY cat caves. The point is, you can teach Pinterest to do your homework for you by pinning a bunch of things on a certain topic and then waiting to see what it will suggest that's similar. With that in mind, you can train Pinterest to show you specifically more and more qualified things that you will want to be seeing, not just by pinning, but by following the accounts of other people who pin things you like or want to know more about. In general, I think following people on Pinterest is pretty useless, but the one thing that it is great for is basically curating your own feed. Feel free to follow me, by the way. I regularly pin pictures of mid-century kitchens, bathrooms, details, stairways, exteriors, landscaping, and more. So my feed and the feeds of people who follow me are always full of new mid-century inspiration. Now you can also use Pinterest actively as a search tool. It is essentially a giant visual search engine. And it actually works much better these days than Google Images can. If you use a Google image search, you might notice that the very first few hits you get will be pins or links to other Pinterest boards. Why not just skip straight to the good stuff here? You can search for things by typing into the search bar, and Pinterest will try to help you with your homework again by suggesting alternate or more specific search strips for you. So, for example, if you type in mid-century, it'll offer mid-century home, mid-century remodel, mid-century kitchen. If you type in mid-century kitchen, it might say mid-century modern kitchen, mid-century white kitchen. It'll give you more ideas, and you can use that to sort of drill ever deeper down into the idea that you're trying to search for. Now, once you've found an interesting idea, the next step is what to do with it. Don't just save pins randomly. Organize them into boards, 
that you have a clear logic for, and then break those boards down into subsections. Basically, the more detailed you are with your Pinterest organization, the more likely you are to actually find that pin again when you go looking for it when you need it. Because Pinterest is sometimes about searching in the moment, but it's far more often about planning ahead. So you might start now to gather all the ideas and inspiration you want for your kitchen, when you're still in the early planning phases, it doesn't really matter what tile you're going to choose, but if you thought about that now because it was fun and it was a change of pace, you've saved yourself potentially some trouble down the line. If you don't pin it in an organized manner, if you just dump all of your pins into a board called house ideas, the time that you actually need that when you go to choose the tile for your kitchen, it's very unlikely you'll go back and find that pin exactly where you put it. The more specific your pins are, if you have a pin for kitchen ideas for my house and it's organized into subcategories like refrigerators, tile, color, light, you'll be able to go back and find exactly what you're looking for exactly when you need it. Now the last component in a good pinning strategy is don't just pin things onto specific boards and specific sections and leave them there and expect yourself to remember what you liked about them, but go one step further and annotate your pins. Pins have the ability for you to comment on them. Now this might actually even be something I'm saying, do as I say, not as I do, because I tend to pin ideas into a board and expect myself to remember why I liked them later. But particularly if I were trying to share an idea with someone else, for example, if I were you, a homeowner, planning to work with me, a designer, and I wanted to communicate what I liked about a particular image, I might put a comment into that pin when I save it that would say, what I like about this kitchen is the color of the cabinets, not their style. Or, what I like about this bathroom is the tile shape, not the color. If you put in details like that, not only will you help yourself out, but you'll use it as it can be used as a communication tool as well as an image storage device. A sidebar here, it really helps to know your own style. If you are uh, looking for mid-century style home inspiration, and this is true of Pinterest, of Instagram, of Facebook, across the board, the term mid-century is such a big tent. I've talked about this before. It covers a huge range of eras, substyles, and parts of the country. And it really can help to nail down what it is your personal style is driving towards. So you can know at a glance, mm, that I can see immediately that living room isn't going to be what I'm looking at. This isn't going to inspire me. Or that, that's my cup of tea. And what specifically about it is it that I love? If you're looking for a little bit of help to figure out where you fall on the mid-century style spectrum, uh, I'm going to point you at the fun mid-century style quiz that I put together last year. It won't take you very long to run through the quiz. And the result is that I'll send you an email with your customized answer and a little report suggesting some favorite Instagram accounts of mine in that style you might like and a custom Pinterest board to get you started with pinning ideas in that style. Give it a shot. The most important thing, though, is to remember where you are in your process. If you're still in the early stages of design, it won't hurt you necessarily to spend some free time in the evenings scrolling through Pinterest and clicking on the perfect kitchen tile. Oh, no, this is the perfect kitchen tile. Oh, no, this is the perfect kitchen tile. And pinning those all to a custom board so you can go back and find them in the right place. But I don't want you to get sidetracked by fixating on the perfect kitchen tile as the be-all and end-all of your remodel. I want you to remember that in the early stages of design, you're much more interested in 
What is the intent of your kitchen? How do you use it on a daily basis? Which members of your family spend the most time in it? Do you use it to host events? Or is it a private sort of back of house area? If you were to have people over, would they be invited into your kitchen immediately? Or would they never step foot in it? You'd collect the dishes from them, put them in the kitchen and come back. You can apply that principle, remembering where you are in the process, to every one of the different social media that are available to pool together great ideas. And I really recommend that you do. When you're on Pinterest, remember whether you're looking for big picture inspiration or specific finishes. When you're on Instagram, if you're still in the early stages of a remodel, Seek out some other accounts of people who are in process. So you'll see pictures of their dirty, messy construction process. You'll see progress and feel inspired by that rather than only following a bunch of accounts that are showing off their beautiful home. Houses like that may have the biggest follower counts because they grew their account during the remodel process and now all they get to do is post a beautiful picture of their kitchen on Monday, their living room on Tuesday, the bathroom on Wednesday, and so forth. But if you follow too many of those accounts, you might steal yourself in this sort of I'll never get there phase, which is very demoralizing. Likewise for Facebook, I encourage you, if you don't feel totally squicked out by the whole Facebook concept, which to be fair, I sometimes do, to take advantage of the community aspect of Facebook. Join a couple of groups for people who are remodeling mid-century homes, or even just fans of them, and use those as places to get advice, ask questions, and find like-minded people to share your enthusiasms. So to wrap up, I want to remind you that Pinterest is a search engine. It is, in fact, the visual search engine, and that you can teach it to show you the things that you want to see. Don't just save pins randomly, organize them into boards and organize those boards into sections and label all of them and then annotate them. Annotate your specific pins or keep a notebook where, or a weblog, a Trello board where you link to specific pins you like and explain to yourself and potentially to others why you liked that pin. Finally, it just helps to know your own style and I highly recommend that you check out the style quiz. You'll find a link to it in the show notes. Now the Ready to Remodel course is going to be opening up at the end of next week, if you're listening to this live. I am super excited to be sharing it with you. The course will begin the first week in March and run all month with weekly bite-sized to-do items, regular check-ins from me, and a cohort of other homeowners doing the same thing at the same time to encourage you or to spark your competitive spirit, depending on your personality. I really think this is the ideal and the easiest way for you to pull together all the resources you need to plan a great remodel for your home. Seriously, I hope you'll let me hold your hand and walk you through the process. By the way, this is not only intended for people who just closed on a house yesterday and are standing on the first step of their journey into remodeling. If you're in the middle of a long-range DIY process and feeling adrift, Ready to Remodel was made for you as well. It's never too late to hit pause, take a small step back, for perspective, and pop together a great game plan to move forward with. But wait, I don't only want to share useful information for how to plan with people who are paying me for the course, the hand-holding, and the whole shebang. Have we met? Hi, I'm Della, and I love to talk about MCM remodeling ideas to all comers. I want to make sure that my whole remodeling crew gets some benefit out of the work I've been doing to create this course. 
That's why I'm kicking it off with a free online masterclass, open to anyone, that means you, which will outline my step-by-step framework for success in planning a mid-mod remodel. The masterclass will be available online. You don't have to live in Madison to join us. It will last about an hour, and I'll be offering it at four different dates and times around next weekend. If you can't make it to any one of those, I'll have the video available as a replay for a few days after the fact. I really hope you'll join me for it. To get those masterclass times sent to you as soon as I've nailed them down, send a message with your email address to my Instagram or Facebook spots, or just pop your name on the waitlist directly at midmod-midwest.com waitlist. Okay, thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to share the show with others by taking a screenshot of your podcast platform and posting it on social media. Tag me on Instagram, where my handle is at midmodmidwest, or the podcast, where their handle is midmodremodelpodcast. Pop into the Facebook community for Midmod Remodel and join a group of intrepid updaters of charming mid-century homes. I can't wait to meet you and your house there. As always, you can find links to more info and a summary of everything I've just covered in this episode on my website at midmod-midmess.com slash 207. Thanks for loving MCM Homes with me, Midmod Remodelers. See you next week.